Greetings, lovely listeners. You are listening to Saga, a podcast where a dude and a chick discuss art and animation. Thank you for listening to Saga Podcast. These are your favorite hosts for your favorite animation podcast. Um, this is Sarah and Garrison. And this week we have kind of like a special episode for you where we are just recapping everything that we've done in 2019 because it has been a crazy year. And um we're 44 episodes deep into this podcast and that's pretty miraculous so without further ado we would like to discuss with you some of our favorites and some of our worsts throughout the year and maybe some of the goals that we have for 2020 but that's all i got actually yeah (laughs) so Garrison, tell me what is your favorite saga episode that we've done this year? Um, Let's see. Uh, I liked um, A Town Called Panic, uh, The Prophet, Your Name, um, Our our, our Frozen 2 show, uh, Our our Dark Crystal show as well. Um, I think these kind of showed our interests and our range because like these are all pretty different there's puppet stuff there's uh like stop motion stuff there's 2d stuff there's 3d stuff and um yeah uh i not only liked the stories that that these uh episodes are based on but i liked our uh, content in them as well i agree with you um I feel like we should have like one of those like montages in our episode where we like play clips from each of um, the the favorites, kind of like um, like one of those football like throwback montages. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't even know no. what a football is. No, oh, okay. Like, like the black and white thing. Oh God. Okay, well, anyway, I put down Isle of Dogs, but we definitely did not even do that this year. I think we did that for one of our previous podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that was a really memorable one. You should go see it at some point. (laughs) Um, Though, for sure, Primal and The Missing Link and Cat Soup are way up there for me. I can't even tell you how many times in conversation, like, outside of this podcast... I've been trying to bring up my animation, like lo- my love for animation and talk about these things specifically. And I, I've, I've actually gotten the chance to talk about Katsu a couple of times. So that one's the top. But Primal is, I don't know, Jendi Travosky is amazing. So definitely up there. Well, I guess not that amazing if you can't pronounce his name. Jendi but- Tartakovsky. Jindy Tartavosky. We'll just we'll, we'll just leave it at that. But Jindy um, Tartalish. 
uh, one thing that I appreciate of us doing this uh, series is that uh, we're like, or I'm finding stuff uh, that I probably wouldn't have started to watch. And it's been an influence on me. Like A Town Called Panic has, has uh, really changed me and it definitely appeals to my like sensibilities as well as like your name and perfect blue yeah yeah you and i have very like different tastes i mean some of it kind of overlaps but we have very different tastes for like what we enjoy out of an animation um i think we both generally enjoy animation overall but like how we differ really comes out in the shows that we each choose <laughs> mm -hmm. uh so shall we continue to the next segment yeah yeah uh, favorite things that we've seen in twenty nine in twenty nineteen, uh, which may which we may or may not have done a show about. You want to start? Yeah, mine's shorter than yours, so um, I definitely primal, and then the the newest season of Rick and Morty, and the Missing Link. All of those are really good. Um, Claws was really good too. I was really impressed by Claws. Um, oh, you know what? And then there's like. Um, Riku Lama and I think it's just called Riku Lama. It's um, stop motion on Netflix. Super good. We haven't done anything on it yet. So yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I think the missing link um, is really uh, underrated. Like it kind of came and went and that goes with a lot of Leica studio films. They kind of show up and don't really get appreciated and they're gone. And they don't really make their money back. Uh, I, de I definitely recommend uh, watching The Missing Link. Oh, and I forgot Agretsuko. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. As well, uh, as for my things, uh, like I said, Perfect Blue, Your Name, A Town Called Panic. But some things that we haven't done a show about, uh, Haikyuu, which is a volleyball anime. It's really good. I just finished the first season. Uh definitely recommend and there's persona 5 uh, which is a video game and i really just wanted a reason to talk about this uh, this definitely changed my life this year um what's it about oh boy what's it about uh so it's it's basically like you're this uh you're this high school kid that gets framed for for a abusing some guy and you are sent to a new school where everyone hates you and you end up uh, like going into this other world where you uh, like fight demons but what's cool about this is it's basically like like Pokemon on steroids but mix in the the sims because it's like a, a real life uh, like simulator where you go to work you this got really work. complicated really quick yeah where you go to work <laughs> and you go to school uh like you do homework you go on dates and stuff and it has a really cool social aspect to it and the combat is really intricate and it's fun has great music i definitely recommend it uh Persona 5 is up there with some of my favorite things like Adventure Time, 
Hunter Hunter and Scott Pilgrim, definitely go check it out. I certainly will. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's only like 20 bucks on the PlayStation store, so yeah. To buy it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um next next segment is our favorite 2019 releases. Primal. Yeah, I said Primal as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we both kind of agreed there. Klaus is really good. When she said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually a really good one to bring up, too. Um, as far as, like, like a feat in animation, Klaus is probably, like, one of the best ones. And um, Primal. They're, they're both, like, they broke rules, so. Yeah, yeah. Klaus has this timeless feel that I think uh, will be a a holiday staple for many years and i hope the success of klaus lets studios like try this new art style out more because it's really cool yeah yeah i mean it's kind of like the heat miser or whatever you know like the um the miser brothers like that show and like all of those like clay animation movies that we grew up watching i feel like this is going to be like the new generations how santa claus came to town kind of movies Mm -hmm. if i did have one complaint about claus or klaus is that like some of the music choices kind of felt out of place and could date it but it's like just a small nitpick Mm. i don't know i think it's like supposed to be really a beat but yeah maybe you're right like sound design wasn't the greatest Uh, All right, so speaking of nitpicking, yep. what was your least favorite saga show that we've done? Ignore that siren. Least favorite? Um, Achi and Chipak. Yeah. That, um, I know you hated that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that one was not good. Um, it looked unappealing. And the characters were annoying and unlikable. And the story was um, pretty taxing on the mind. It, it felt like <laughs> like a, uh, like a, mo- a monkey with 80, 80 HD uh, jumping on my back, you know, sticking it through in my face. It, it, it was just gross and... I'm so sorry. <laughs> you guys, this was my pick and he hated it and regrets apparently <laughs> ever doing this show. That's okay. I This is like one of my favorite ones, so I'm sorry. I would also say Toy Story 4 was underwhelming and unneeded to the, to the uh, franchise and it felt really like... Um, like boring like they weren't really on an adventure like they were in previous films they were in like two rooms for like most of the movie and like buzz jesse and and like like prominent characters were barely in the film they felt flat yeah yeah well they felt flat yeah that's my thoughts on that Hmm. that's a good point yeah one of the least overwhelming movies that came out 2020 or sorry 2019 we're not there yet um wonder park was definitely my least favorite i felt like 
I was going into it like an adult and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch this and it's going to be good. And then it just like, I mean, it was just geared towards kids, which most movies are that come out nowadays, you know, especially animated movies for the theaters. But I don't know why. It was just this one in particular. <laughs> it was just like, I picked this and I'm going to bully it until it's dead. Yeah, I didn't get that. Like, Wonder Park was... I mean, I don't get why you hate it. That's that's surprising how much you hate it. <laughs> I think it was just because, like, the characters didn't mean anything to me. Like, why would I... I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of other kids' films where they just throw in cute animals and, like, a, a big teddy bear for no reason and then um, have conflict in like a weird imaginative place. I don't know. It was like any Alice in Wonderland story. I think we talked about that, that it was basically like Alice in Wonderland. Because, mm -hmm. you know, she goes to a different world with animals and it's fantastical. Yeah. But um, you made a comment about, about like a lot of Western animated movies being for children. And I think we've, t we've touched on that in past shows. But... Uh, you saying that got me to thinking about uh, when I was doing research for Eight Crazy Nights, uh, someone in the comments section was saying something like, um, I went to the library to rent this, and it was in the kids section. Oh, yeah. Which got me to, to thinking about when we went to the library and like some animated movies weren't for kids, but it was in the kids section. Yeah, it was like some, um, it was like a, anything that's anime, like if people see anime, they automatically assume it's for kids. Yeah. And anime is some of like the, or can be some of the, like the least kid friendly stuff. So mm -hmm. like devil man cry baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. Too bad that wasn't <laughs> this year or, or that would have been on my list. I did rewatch it this year though. You told me that's. You're messed up. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. I I couldn't watch that a second time. That was kind of rough. It was rough, actually. I think it was triggered a lot more this time. You were triggered. Yeah. Do I? But let's. Ask? Yeah. Let's yeah. move on yeah. to okay. the next one. <laughs> um. All right. So, what are you most excited for, Garrison, for the year 2020? Which movies or shows or series or shorts? Are you most excited for? Most excited for uh, the Midnight Gospel, uh, which I heard about like last week or, or so. Um, who it is a show that's created by uh, Pendleton Ward, who created Ad Adventure Time, and also Duncan Trussell, who has a uh, who's a fantastic comedian with a great podcast called the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. I recommend that podcast. It's probably one of my favorites. And there's also on HBO Max the Boondocks reboot show and Adventure Time Distant Lands, which is like a six-part uh, miniseries. And there's a animated Tom and Jerry movie coming out. It's supposed to come out next year, uh, which should be fun. And something that and something that that was supposed to come out this year. Yeah. Uh, Shaun the Sheep Farmageddon. Maybe it's a good thing they're releasing later. It's hard for them to compete anyway, but with all of the other like cool stuff that came out this year, I feel like they would have just like gone under the radar. Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, all of those are awesome. And I can't wait for, you know, all of those. I think they're gonna be fun. I don't really have a whole lot, so I just kind of picked something <laughs> um, that I'm excited for, for 2020. Um, so, I mean, except for the end of Primal. That's probably about it. But, you know, like, there's a couple movies that are coming out specifically, like Soul. I think that one's gonna be a pretty original film. And then Sonic is, you know, the hi- it's hype-worthy. So, for the hype and for the originality of both of those films, I'm gonna look forward to them. Sonic, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just because, like, we've been waiting so long for it, and, like, the studio actually went back and did something to yeah, fix that, yeah. the, uh, like, that's so iconic. Um, and I feel like the hype for it is just going to be 10,000 times larger because they did that. So I'm going to jump on that hype wagon. Yeah. Um, as for soul, I was reading some, some stuff and watching some stuff and it got me to, to thinking about something that I never considered, but have you seen, um, what's called uh princess and the frog? Where the princess yeah. turns into a frog. Okay, that was like one of Disney's last two D animated movies, and it was a a black princess, and she turns into a frog. And in this movie, it's a black guy that dies and turns into a soul thing. What are you saying? I'm I'm saying <laughs> that what I've like read and stuff like some people are saying that it's erasure of black people because. They can't go through the whole movie being black. They have to turn it into something else. Oh, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. I hope that's not not the case. And it's well, just, what about or, The Incredibles? What is it? Ice Ice Guy? Frozone. Frozone. Um, he's not the main character. He's a side character. Man, we are never gonna get like, well, except for Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That's true. That was a good one. That's true. And also, like, even though those it's not are, animated, uh, like, yeah, there was a black di- black director for that one. So. Yeah, have I told you that I met Peter Ramsey, the one of the the, the directors on Spider Verse, when I went to no. California? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. Did you get to shake his hand? Have you washed it? Have I washed it? Washed your hand? Oh, what? Well, it was an interesting situation. Like, I went to this panel and I barely made made it in because you know the uh, room was full but I was like the last person that was let in and then Peter Ramsey made like a surprise visit and I was just standing there like two feet away from him and we made <sighs> eye contact and he came in to like watch this short someone made and then just left so you got to look into his eyes <laughs> <laughs> What a treat. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Least favorite things? Or or no, at least excited, excited for. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um definitely Scoob and probably the SpongeBob movie. That's funny because I'm actually kind of looking forward to those. Okay. They're like on your radar for films that you wanna see. Yeah, but not as much as the ones that I listed, but Scoob is pretty cool. I wish they would have gotten uh, Matthew Lillard 
to voice Scooby. Mm-hmm. Not Scooby, uh, Shaggy, because he's been doing it since the live action movies. So, um, and SpongeBob, uh, I like the art style and actually seems kind of funny. So I'm looking forward to that. But Minions 2, I can't stand those yellow bathrooms. <laughs> It's too bad because, like, um, what was the original movies called? Now I can't even remember. Like, it's just Minions. Despicable Me. Despicable Me was actually a really good movie. And the second one was not bad either. But those Minions. Those darn Minions. Uh, did you know the the guy that uh, created the, the Despicable Me franchise uh, directed Klaus? Oh. Yeah. Complete 180. Huh. Right. Actually, that made me think about the one thing, thing that we we didn't get to do because it was like it just came out was um I can't find my body or mm-hmm. I've lost my body. Yes. Did you get to did you get a chance to watch that? Because I I watched it and I was really impressed. That was a really good short. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Well, if you get the chance, watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about twenty nineteen? as a whole or yeah yeah let's let's do that so why don't you go first overall i would say it was kind of just okay uh a lot of things that i have listed like a fair amount are things not from 20 uh, not from 2019 but it looks like 2020 is is gonna make up for that because there's lots of cool things uh to be excited about yeah, I agree. Um, this year's been kind of tough for everybody in our city, um, our hometown of Dayton, Ohio. So, um, I don't know, you know, especially with the tornadoes and the shooting that happened here, I would just kind of like to take a, a brief second just to remember them and to appreciate them. Otherwise, like this year has been really, really great for us um, as a team. And as a podcast, um, but there there is a lot of things that I would like to look back and kind of just remember, you know, even if even if it doesn't like make a difference too much in many people's lives, um, it's just important to remember where you come from. I think is the big key here. Um, so if we can just like take a couple seconds just to remember those people that lost their lives in the Dayton shooting and um, those who lost their homes in the Dayton tornadoes. All right. Yeah. So that was great. Um, goals. Let's talk about goals for 2020. Have you thought of any goals that you have? To, to um, live. Live and let live. Yeah. Viva uh, la vida. Loca. Loca. Uh, yeah, no. Um, no, not really. Uh, it's kind of a hard question. Like, you want to be, you know, like, you want to set achievable goals. And like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What, what are your goals? My goals are pretty, like, I think they're pretty achievable. Um they're mostly for the podcast. These are just my goals for 2020 in the podcast. Um, I am excited to flip the seasons to see, you know, how everything turns out with that and to try out more fun stuff with these new formats. I like doing these formats. Um, 
and to explore new animation and to collaborate more with other people and especially other either even if it's other podcasters i'd like to get some more and actual like animators on this podcast um to kind of bring their insight into stuff that we don't know about and to finally set up our patreon those are my goals <laughs> i feel like they're pretty achievable i think a full year you know like that's <laughs> a pretty long time so give me a month <laughs> <laughs> okay um any final thoughts mm, i think that's about it but next week well really like two weeks because this new format that we're doing we're switching to seasons guys so you may not see us on the regular um we will be covering the power of the daleks which is a recommendation from a fan of ours um and is a doctor who animated special never seen doctor who Never really been a fan, so we'll see how this goes. It's it's Daleks. Da da yes, the Daleks. That's what I said, Garrison. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to us in 2019. I hope you come back in 2020. Uh, we've got some pretty fun stuff in store. Bye-bye. Greetings, lovely listeners. You are listening to Saga, a podcast where a dude and a chick discuss art and animation. Thank you for listening to Saga Podcast. These are your favorite hosts for your favorite animation podcast. Um, this is Sarah and Garrison. And this week we have kind of like a special episode for you where we are just recapping everything that we've done in 2019 because it has been a crazy year. And... Um, we're 44 episodes deep into this podcast and that's pretty miraculous so without further ado we would like to discuss with you some of our favorites and some of our worsts throughout the year and maybe some of the goals that we have for 2020 but that's all i got actually yeah <laughs> so Garrison, tell me what is your favorite saga episode that we've done this year? <clears throat> um, let's see. Uh, I liked um, A Town Called Panic, uh, The Prophet, Your Name, um, our, our, our Frozen 2 show, uh, our, our Dark Crystal show as well. Um, I think these kind of showed our interests and our range because like these are all pretty different there's puppet stuff there's uh like stop motion stuff there's 2d stuff there's 3d stuff and um yeah uh i not only liked the stories that that these uh episodes are based on but i liked our uh, content in them as well i agree with you um I feel like we should have like one of those like montages in our episode where we like play clips from each 
of um, the the favorites, kind of like um, like one of those football like throwback montages. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't even know no. what a football is. No. Oh, okay. Like, like the black and white thing. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I put down Isle of Dogs, but we definitely did not even do that this year. I think we did that for one of our previous podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that was a really memorable one. You should go see it at some point. <laughs> um, though for sure, Primal and The Missing Link and Cat Soup are way up there for me. I can't even tell you how many times in conversation, like outside of this podcast, I've been trying to bring up my animation, like lo- my love for animation and talk about these things specifically. And I, I've, I've actually gotten the chance to talk about Cat Soup a couple of times. So that one's the top, but Primal is, I don't know. Jendi Travosky is amazing. So definitely up there. Well, I guess not that amazing if you can't pronounce his name. Jendi Tartakovsky. Jendi Tartakovsky. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that. But Jendi um, Tartalish. Tartalicious. One thing that, I appreciate of us doing this uh, series is that uh, we're like, or I'm finding stuff uh, that I probably wouldn't have started to watch. And it's been an influence on me. Like a town called panic has, has uh, really changed me and it definitely appeals to my like sensibilities as well as like, your name and perfect blue yeah yeah you and i have very like different tastes i mean some of it kind of overlaps but we have very different tastes for like what we enjoy out of an animation um i think we both generally enjoy animation overall but like how we differ really comes out in the shows that we each choose <laughs> mm-hmm. uh so shall we continue to the next segment yeah yeah uh, favorite things that we've seen in twenty in twenty nineteen, uh, which may which we may or may not have done a show about. Do you want to start? Yeah, mine's shorter than yours, so um, I definitely primal, and then the the newest season of Rick and Morty, and the Missing Link. All of those are really good. Um, Claws was really good too. I was really impressed by Claws. Um, oh, you know what? And then there's like. Um, Riku Lama and I think it's just called Riku Lama. It's um, stop motion on Netflix. Super good. We haven't done anything on it yet. So yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I think the missing link um, is really uh, underrated. Like it kind of came and went and that goes with a lot of like a studio films. They kind of show up and don't really get appreciated and they're gone. And they don't really make their money back. Uh, I, de- I definitely recommend uh, watching The Missing Link. Oh, and I forgot Agretsuko. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. As well, uh, as for my things, uh, like I said, Perfect Blue, Your Name, A Town Called Panic. But some things that we haven't done a show about, uh, Haikyuu, which is a volleyball anime. It's really good. I just finished the first season. Uh definitely recommend and there's persona 5 
which is a video game, and I really just wanted a reason to talk about this. Uh, this definitely changed my life this year. Um, What's it about? Oh boy, what's it about? Uh, so it's it's basically like you're this uh, you're this high school kid that gets framed for for abusing some guy, and you are sent to a new school where everyone hates you, and you end up uh, like going into this other world where you uh, like fight demons. But what's cool about this is it's basically like like Pokemon on steroids, but mix in the the Sims because it, it's like a a real life uh, like s s simulator where you go to work. You this got work, really work. complicated really quick. <laughs> yeah, you go to work and you go to school. Uh, like you do homework, you go on dates and stuff, and it has a really cool social aspect to it and the combat is really intricate and it's fun has great music i definitely recommend it uh persona 5 is up there with some of my favorite things like adventure time hunter hunter and scott pilgrim definitely go check it out i certainly will i've never heard of that before yeah it's only like 20 bucks on the playstation store so yeah to buy it yeah okay um, next, next segment is our favorite 2019 releases. Primal. Yeah, I said Primal as well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we both kind of agreed there. Klaus was really good. When she said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's actually a really good one to bring up too. Um, as far as like, like a feat in animation, Klaus is probably like one of the best ones. Um, primal they're they're both like they broke rules so yeah yeah klaus has this timeless feel that i think uh will be a a holiday staple for many years and i hope the success of klaus lets studios like try this new art style out more because it's really cool yeah yeah I mean, it's kind of like the Heat Miser or whatever, you know, like the um, the Miser Brothers, like that show and like all of those like clay animation movies that we grew up watching. I feel like this is going to be like the new generations, how Santa Claus came to town kind of movies. Mm -hmm. If I did have one complaint about Claus or Klaus is that like some of the music choices kind of felt out of place and could date it, but... It's like just a small nitpick. Mm, I don't know. I think it's like supposed to be really a beat, but maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Like sound design wasn't the greatest. Uh. Uh, All right. So speaking of nitpicking, yep. What was your least favorite saga show that we've done? Ignore that siren. Least favorite. Um, Achi and Chipak. Yeah. That um, I know you hated that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah that that one was not good. Um, it looked unappealing, and the characters were annoying and unlikable, and the, the story was um pretty taxing 
on the mind. It it felt like <laughs> like a uh, like a mo- a monkey with eighty eighty HD uh, jumping on my back, you know, <laughs> sticking it through in my face. It, it it was just gross and. I'm so sorry, <laughs> you guys. This was my pick, and he hated it and regrets apparently <laughs> ever doing this show that's okay i this is like one of my favorite ones so i'm sorry i would also say toy story 4 was underwhelming and unneeded to the to the uh franchise and it felt really like um like, like boring like they weren't really on an adventure like they were in previous films they were in like two rooms for like most of the movie and like Buzz, Jesse and and like like prominent characters were barely in the film. They felt or, flat. Yeah, yeah. Well, they felt flat. Yeah. That's my thoughts on that. Hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. You... One of the least overwhelming movies that came out in 2020. Or sorry, 2019. We're not there yet. Um, Wonder Park was definitely my least favorite i felt like i was going into it like an adult and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna watch this and it's gonna be good and then it just like i mean it was just geared towards kids which most movies are that come out nowadays you know especially animated movies for the theaters but i don't know why it was just this one in particular <laughs> i was just like i picked this and i'm gonna bully it until it's dead yeah i didn't get that like Wonder Park was, I mean, I don't get why you hate it. That's that's surprising how much you hate it. <laughs> I think it was just because like the characters didn't mean anything to me. Like, why would I? I don't know. It just seemed like a lot of other kids' films where they just throw in cute animals and like a, a big teddy bear for no reason, and then um, have conflict in like a weird imaginative place. I don't know. It was like any Alice in Wonderland story. I think we talked about that, that it was basically like Alice in Wonderland. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she goes to a different world with animals and it's fantastical. Yeah. But um, you made a comment about, about like a lot of Western animated movies being for children. And I think we've, t- we've touched on that in past shows. But... Uh, you saying that got me to thinking about uh, when I was doing r- research for Eight Crazy Nights. Uh, someone in the comments section was saying something like, um, "I went to the library to rent this, and it was in the kids section." Oh yeah. Which got me to to thinking about when we went to the library, and like some animated movies weren't for kids, but it was in the kids section. Yeah, it was like some, um, it was like a, anything that's anime, like if people see anime, they automatically assume it's for kids. Yeah. And anime is some of like the, or can be some of the, like the least kid friendly stuff. So mm-hmm. like Devil Man Cry Baby. Oh yeah. Yeah. Too bad that wasn't <laughs> this year or, or that would have been on my list. I did rewatch it this year though. You told me that's. You're messed up. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't. I I couldn't watch that a second time. That was kind of rough. It was rough, actually. I think it was triggered a lot more this time. 
you were triggered. Yeah. Do I? But let's ask? yeah, let's yeah. move on yeah. to okay. the next one. <laughs> um. All right. So, what are you most excited for, Garrison, for the year 2020? Which movies or shows or series or shorts are you most excited for? Most excited for. Uh, the Midnight Gospel, uh, which I heard about like last week or, or so, um, who it is a show that's created by uh, Pendleton Ward, who created Ad- Adventure Time, and also Duncan Trussell, who has a uh, who's a fantastic comedian with a, a great podcast called the Duncan Trussell Family Hour. I recommend that podcast. It's probably one of my favorites. And there's also on HBO Max the boondocks reboot show and adventure time distant lands which is like a six-part uh mini series and there's a animated tom and jerry movie coming out it's supposed to come out next year uh which should be fun and something that and something that that was supposed to come out this year yeah uh sean the sheep farmageddon maybe it's a good thing they're releasing later it's hard for them to compete anyway but with all of the other like cool stuff that came out this year, I feel like they would have just like gone under the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all of those are awesome, and I can't wait for you know all of those. I think they're gonna be fun. I don't really have a whole lot, so I just kind of picked something <laughs> um, that I'm excited for for 2020. Um, so, I mean, except for the end of Primal, that's probably about it. But, you know, like, there's a couple of movies that are coming out specifically, like Soul. I think that one's going to be a pretty original film. And then Sonic is, you know, the hi- it's hype-worthy. So, for the hype and for the originality of both of those films, I'm going to look forward to them. Sonic, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just because, like, we've been waiting so long for it. And, like, the studio actually went back and did something to yeah, fix. That, yeah. The, uh, like, that's so iconic. Um, and I feel like the hype for it is just going to be 10,000 times larger because they did that. So I'm going to jump on that hype wagon. Yeah. Um, as for Soul, I was reading some some stuff and watching some stuff and it got me to to thinking about something that i never considered but have you seen um what's called uh princess and the frog where the princess turns into a frog okay that was like one of disney's last 2d animated movies and it was a a black princess and she turns into a frog and in this movie it's a black guy that dies and turns into a soul thing what are you saying i'm i'm saying that what i've like read and stuff like some people are saying that it's erasure of black people because they can't go through the whole movie being black they have to turn it into something else oh ooh, yeah ooh. yeah i hope that's not not the case and well what about the incredibles what is it ice ice guy frozone frozone um, he's not the main character. He's a side character. Man, we are never going to get, like, well, except for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That's true. That was a good one. It's true. And also, like, even though it's are, not animated. Uh, yeah. There was a black di- black director for that one. So. Yeah. Have I told you that I met 
Peter Ramsey, the one of the the, the directors on Spider Verse, when I went to no. California. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of cool. Did you get to shake his hand? Have you washed it? Have I washed it? Washed your hand? Oh, what? Oh, well, it was an interesting situation. Like I went to this panel and I barely made made it in because you know the uh, room was full, but I was like the last person that was let in, and then. Peter Ramsey made like a surprise visit and I was just standing there like two feet away from him and we made <gasps> eye contact and he came in to like watch this short someone made and then just left. So you got to look into his eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Least favorite things or or no, at least excited, excited for, for 2020. Yeah, um, definitely Scoob and probably the Spongebob movie. That's funny because I'm actually kind of looking forward to those. Okay, they're like on your radar for films that you want to see. Yeah, but not as much as the ones that I listed, but but Scoob is pretty cool. I wish they would have gotten uh, Matthew Lillard to voice Scooby, mm-hmm. not Scooby, a Shaggy, because he's been doing it since the live action movies so um and spongebob uh i like the art style and actually seems kind of funny so i'm looking forward to that but minions too i can't stand those yellow bastards <laughs> it's too bad because like um what was the original movies called now i can't even remember like it's just minions <laughs> despicable me despicable me it was actually a really good movie and the second one was not bad either, but those minions, those darn minions. Uh, did you know the the guy that uh, created the the Despicable Me franchise uh, directed Klaus? Oh, yeah, complete one eighty, huh? Right. Actually, <laughs> that made me think about the one thing that we we didn't get to do because it was like it just came out was um I can't find my body. Or mm-hmm. I've lost my body. Yes. Did you get to? Did you get a chance to watch that? Because I I watched it and I was really impressed. That was a really good short. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Well, if you get the chance, watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to talk about 2019 as a whole, or? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. So why don't you go first? Overall, I would say it was kind of just okay. Uh, a lot of things that I have listed, like a fair amount, are things not from twenty, uh, not from twenty nineteen. But it looks like twenty twenty is, is going to make up for that because there's lots of cool things uh, to be excited about. Yeah, I agree. Um, this year has been kind of tough for everybody in our city, um, our hometown of Dayton, Ohio. So um, I don't know. You know, especially with the tornadoes and the shooting that happened here, I would just kind of like to take a a brief second just to remember them and to appreciate them. Otherwise, like this year has been really, really great for us um, as a team and as a podcast. Um, But there, there is a lot of things that I would like to look back and kind of just remember, you know, even if even if it doesn't like make a difference too much 
in many people's lives. Um, it's just important to remember where you come from, I think, is the big key here. Um, so if we can, just like take a couple seconds just to remember those people that lost their lives in the Dayton shooting and um, those who lost their homes in the Dayton tornadoes. All right, yeah, so that was great. Um, goals, let's talk about goals for 2020. Have you thought of any goals that you have? To, to um, live. Live and let live. Yeah. Viva uh, la vida. Loca. Uh, yeah, no, um, no, not really. Uh, it's kind of a hard question. Like, you want to be, you know, like, you want to set achievable goals and like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What, what are your goals? My goals are pretty, like, I think they're pretty achievable. Um, they're mostly for the podcast. These are just my goals for 2020 in the podcast. Um, I am excited to flip the seasons to see, you know, how everything turns out with that and to try out more fun stuff with these new formats. I like doing these formats. Um, and to explore new animation and to collaborate more with other people and especially other either even if it's other podcasters i'd like to get some more and actual like animators on this podcast um to kind of bring their insight into stuff that we don't know about and to finally set up our patreon those are my goals <laughs> i feel like they're pretty achievable I think a full year you know like that's <laughs> a pretty long time so give me a month <laughs> okay um any final thoughts mm, i think that's about it but next week well really like two weeks because this new format that we're doing we're switching to seasons guys so you may not see us on the regular um we will be covering The Power of the Daleks, which is a recommendation from a fan of ours. Um, and is a Doctor Who animated special. Never seen Doctor Who. Never really been a fan. So we'll see how this goes. It's it's Daleks. Da da yes, the Daleks. That's what I said, Garrison. It is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to us in 2019. I hope you come back in 2020. Uh, we've got some pretty fun stuff in store. Bye-bye. Bye. See you next time. Hope you liked it. <laughs> Come again. <laughs>